binoculars or what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I'm Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh boy, we're going to talk about your pee again? No. Not a lot of pee, uh, but the, I mean, that pee did result in me having a job, though. Well, that is good. But I almost didn't for a different reason. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was... spilled the pee on the way out. He put too much of it in his gas tank and blew up his car. As I was there yesterday, the receptionist lady was like, hey, we're having trouble doing your background check. And I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> That's worrying. It's like, yeah, apparently the, 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 the service we're using just really doesn't think your AOL email address exists. Oh, wow. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, it does. <laughs> I still, I use it. That's my main email address. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, here, say, email, email me right now. I'll prove it. <laughs> I'm pull, like, pull out my phone. It's right here. See? See? <laughs> I got it. But they did, after it actually finished, they did send me a thing like you want to see your background check which is the first time a job's ever done that yeah no that's you were like yeah oh yeah show me and there was nothing there (laughs) show it to me yeah there's just a big question mark who is garrett who is he they were just like you know the furthest we got was after after the war some people headed over to chile and we got we got nothing after that it's all blank (laughs) man that's a thorough background check Okay, I mean, that would always that would always be my concern. That's what they'd find. Chefton, pick a number between one and forty-five. You have forty-two. Forty-two. Yes. Uh, I love this. It's just super generic sounding. Okay, and the first thing that pops up is obs- obscure bin legend <laughs> wiki. All right, uh, you picked the grass monster. No, wait, wait, of- pause. Is everyone's thing dropping out? Yeah, I, I also heard heard glitching. You're fine now. But when you said whatever you did, it was... Yeah, you got kind of daft punky on us. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay, well, I'll repeat it, but Indeed. I'm sure the Zoom got it good. Oh, yeah, I forget that you're doing it this part way. Well, uh, we have no idea. The grass monster. <laughs> it totally did it again. The, the internet hates the, hates the name. No, I totally heard it. It's the grass monster. I mean, I figured it out. Cash ass or grass monster. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's never one of those hats. It's wearing the early hat where it's like, women fear me, men turn their gaze away from me as I pass. No, it's the. Um, I walk it's the. Alone. It's the hat, just that's the huge donkey dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a classic one. The one that saved his life. Yes, church hat. Well, the grass monster was a bizarre cryptobotanical creature sighted in October of 1984. Wow. It's pretty late for a grass monster. The witness was 14 years old. Oh, no. Uh, The anonymous witness was with eight friends on a dirt road in Didsbury, Manchester, United Kingdom. This is a UK monster. That is the most made-up sounding list of three things I've ever read. <laughs> Didsbury. Or Didsbury. Oh, there's no image available. Yeah, Didsbury. Well, what's the grass-to-monster ratio? Well, let's find out. I mean, I googled grass-monster. Uh-huh. And... I found a bunch of funny images. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The witness first described the entity as a 
quartet of typical 12-inch blades of grass arranged in a square formation and lying flat on the ground. So four comically large blades of grass. (laughs) We're just like in a square shape? Suddenly, the blades of grass snapped upright and bent in the middle, their tips (laughs) converging with each other in the center of the square formation. The creature then became mobile and began chasing the witness. I'm getting the weirdest mental image of this thing. Yeah, I don't really... Hmm. Like, what? So, um, here are the possible explanations. First one, the, the most, uh, most logical one, you know. A species of mobile grass. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. Yeah, common moving grass. Common walking yeah, grass. Yeah, you know, they got that. Do they call them leaves in England? Walking leaves? I don't remember. And then, simple hysteria. Ah, uh, yes, uh, of course. I mean, I like it. I guess that's the most reasonable thing. Now for the trivia, Shefton's favorite part of these. The creature was included in Fortean Times' book, Fortean Times, colon, It Happened to Me, Volume 3. Nice. The story was related, uh, related in the book by the witness's friend, Henry Damasa. After escaping the creature, the witness inspected his brand new running shoes and found the laces to be frayed in a highly bizarre way. As if torn apart by grass. I expect it to be like tied together. (laughs) Does it grow among us? (laughs) It's like he found some grass blades stuck in his shoes. His shoes began to walk on their own. (laughs) All right, Alan. Toss me a number 1 through 44. I want to talk more about these low-res polygons in real life. All right. So they just they, they pointed at the people like, or uh, inward. I don't so they, they, they were on the ground, and yeah. then they stood up, each forming a corner of a square. Yeah. And then their points bent and pointed inwards at each other. Okay, as in like you're going to go in here to the pain zone. <laughs> yeah, this is, the, this is my hitbox. And then that that compound organism chased this person. Yep. <laughs> and their friend. I do like how it keeps referring it to as the creature and not like four creatures. The it's amalgamation. So yeah. The grass monster. All right. Well, I think the grass monster is my new favorite. It's <laughs> just grass monster. <laughs> it's definitely up there with atmospheric beast. No, this one's real. Yeah, this one frayed some <laughs> shoelaces. I guess that's true. There's vague material evidence in this case. Yeah. Their jeans got all green and stuff. <laughs> oh, oh my no, God. grass stains. Their mom couldn't get it out because it was the 80s and we didn't have that powerful detergent yet. <laughs> yep. They, they couldn't shout it out. They didn't have any OxyClean. Billy Mays was you know yet to be born. Yep. No Tide Pen. No Tide Pods. No, nothing. Just grass polygons. Yep. Polyhedral grass <laughs> Just monsters. Just some early PS1 enemies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, it's Alan. Silent Hill boss. You know what I'm going to do, 23. 23? Oh, yeah. This one's great. <laughs> oh, boy. You picked Gazeca. Gazeca? Is that a Mexican beer? It's also called Papuan Devil Pig. No. All right. It was said to resemble a a tapir. Oh. Or giant sloth. Or (laughs) smush those two together. 
So we got all Skazmacher over here. Having a long, proboscis-like snout. And some theories suggest it may be a descendant of an extinct marsupial belonging to the family... Fuck that Latin word. <laughs> That's an interesting uh, Whoa, family to belong to. It's a Palor Chestidae. I'm going to go with Palor Chestidae. Uh, it is an right. extinct family of uh, marsupial tapirs. Oh, wow. Okay, so this might actually be like a legit thing. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. An English traveler named Caw Monch <laughs> Monkton. That's quite a name. When uh, Carl Monkton went to the west of the British New Guinea Mount Albert Edward, he discovered the giant footprints and other signs of recent, of, oh man, this is, it says of recent stay a monster with cloven hooves. <laughs> this isn't just me being bad. This cryptid's wiki is written terribly. <laughs> uh, which apparently roams the grassy plains surrounding the lake on the slopes at an altitude of 3,800 meters. So what, that's like two feet? Yeah, I'm looking up how many dogs it is. A <laughs> uh, good old two and a half feet. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. How many dogs we got, Garrett? Uh, it's a quite a few fucking puppers. Oh, uh, no. I have to do some further math. Maybe you should break it down into corgis. That helps me out. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Okay, that is just roughly 6,233 and a half uh, Labradors. Okay, yeah. And there's 6,233 Labradors and one Corgi. Okay, uh, and one Corgi. Yeah, that's a half of a Labrador, right? It's about a foot. I mean, the, the, corgi is a fra- the Corgi is a fractional dog measurement. Yeah. Yeah. All it's right. Not I a whole that. dog, unless it's bred with uh, the pug. <laughs> like... No, 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 no. We're not. We're not going back that that, that dimension. Um, we saw some things that should never have been seen, and some that should always be seen. Before the departure of the current expedition, nobody tried to catch one of the monsters. However, during the second attempt of Doctor Lorenz walk to the snowy mountain on the way from the North River in is this like translated in Google Translate from another language? Yeah. Um, in the Danish New Guinea. Is one of the members of his expedition came is one of the members of his expedition came across a huge animal. Like <laughs> I'm having an aneurysm reading this. <laughs> You're yeah. here to five. Garrett is dying. Uh, a yeah. huge animal at the altitude of two thousand one hundred meters. Less dogs. It's the same. <laughs> is it the same being about which monk? <laughs> I'm also having trouble with monkton because it's M O N C K T O N. I also think, I think that's a typo. It has to be. There, Yeah, there's just too many. We're just going to go with Monk star and Tony Shalhoub. So Monk found the <laughs> devil pig at 6,000 labs up, but now they're at 2,000 labs up. It is up. not a typo. Did you find, is this a person? Did you Google it? No, I switched over from the cryptids wiki, which is killing me <laughs> to read, to the regular Wikipedia page, and it still has Monked in there. I'm trying to find this person. I thought the call was the problem, not the Moncton. I'm confused now. Garrett, I, I can't do this anymore. Just tell me where the devil pig lives. That's in uh, New Guinea. Okay. Did they find him? I'm going to read the Wikipedia thing because it's, it's much better written. They're much even more good up high. Yeah. Totally <laughs> separate from that creature. 
Because it's talking about the extinct, uh, the extinct uh, marsupial tapir. So totally separate from the marsupial tapir. Oh no, is this talking about a fucking dude? Because <laughs> it says, unrelated to the devil pig, is basically what it says, um, is the real Gazeka. Which was the creation of the English comic actor George Graves, who was introduced it as a bit of byplay in the musical Little Micus at Daly's Theater. Okay. So we're chasing a biplane? <laughs> this is... I think I have to go back to the cryptid wiki to figure out anything. This is just classic British humor, you know? <laughs> you, you think you're reading a wiki and then you aren't? Then it's just some... Okay, the, the last part of this thing, it says, in 1909 and 1911, um, the people went back to New Guinea of the leadership of William Goodfellow, and under the second attempt of Dr. Uh, Hendrik Albert Lorenz. But the expedition was unsuccessful. The second attempt uh, nearly ended sadly. <laughs> God. I'm reading this verbatim. The second attempt nearly ended sadly. Lorenz fell off a cliff and broke a rib, comma... <laughs> Three porters froze to death. No. Oh. <laughs> God. I I hate the Gazeka. I thought I was going to love it because, you know, it's a cool tapir sloth that's like 12 feet tall. Um, but this wiki page made me want to stop reading forever. This is what happens when you emphasize trials and tribulations over tapers. Okay, I'm going to pick one now. I'm just reading about all these like extinct like early megafauna from like the the Oceania region. Mm-hmm. They just like especially some of these weird things from New Guinea now. The awful. <laughs> what a way to live. The awful. <laughs> Spelled A W F U L, not like O F F E L. Yeah, I was gonna say we're just having some snacks here, <laughs> right? Uh, the Awful was a winged cryptid reportedly sighted in the towers of Richford and Berkshire, Vermont, by several people. Oh, okay, alright. The first sighting involved two sawmill workers who were crossing a bridge when they saw the beast glaring menacingly down at them from a rooftop. They definitely weren't drunk. Uh, one <laughs> of the men... W- in the thing? Oh, no, no, I added that because they're... Okay. If they're, they're <laughs> sawmill wa- <laughs> He's walking home from a bar. Yeah. One of the men was so frightened that he immediately had a heart attack. <laughs> oh no, it's hostile all over again. The awful was often described as being similar in appearance to a griffin with grayish wings and a 20-foot wingspan. That's 10 Labradors, everyone. It had a very long serpentine tail and enormous claws. I like this thing. Yeah, it seems real fun. Now we're on to its possible explanations. <laughs> and my favorite, an undiscovered species. <laughs> a cryptid. <laughs> and then, a hoax. Oh. The creature is said to be the inspiration for several stories written by famed science fiction author H.P. Lovecraft. In 1925, Lovecraft actually ventured to the towns of Richford and Berkshire, Vermont, to investigate sightings of the creature. Mm. Those are some powerful drunk lum- uh, sawmill workers to <laughs> spread this rumor. I like how it says, um, by several people, but and says the first sighting, but doesn't back it up with a second sighting. The person who had a heart attack was a different group. No, no, no. That was, uh, one of the men was so frightened. 
is one of the two sawmill workers. Imagine okay. being the guy who's like publicity stunt hoax griffin killed a man somebody like without even contacting the power you would have i I mean at that point i couldn't stop it was just like that's i mean you know what was the name alan what's the name of the guy who used to throw the skeletons out in the movie theaters um i can't remember his name oh yeah william castle there we go yeah you just become the next william castle yeah frank castle's older brother yes well i think that's how they got the name right it's like oh no the man died it was awful you're right it is the awful oh god i don't remember which button's which um trying for the x-files mr worldwide damn it. oh nope. i mean that also works That's no also i was true. looking for that one. No, no oh, it's okay. horrible my friend died <laughs> you got that he said it was the <laughs> i was looking for this one chomp <laughs> <laughs> okay that that checks out my friend that died chomp well you ate him naturally after he had a heart attack. You mean this was just to promote a movie? One well, he did, to 42. He didn't want it to go to waste. I pick, uh, let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. Number one. Number one. Number one. I love Number this one. name already. Airborne Frogman. Okay, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, that's, it, it, our, that's a band, right? I, they're opening for the cramps. <laughs> I googled the words airborne frogman and the first thing that I that came up was seal history first airborne frogman national navy udc yep <laughs> yeah that's the, that the first thing that came up I was like, oh, okay, all right the airborne frogman was a strange humanoid creature reportedly sighted by many residents of New York City in 1880 I love this picture the the painting the yes rendering <laughs> all right give me a second i gotta it should be the second result it was described as having a man's body attached to a bat's wings and quote improved frog's legs <laughs> i love the idea of improved frog legs. right you took the original design and just improved it in every conceit you just added racing stripes and flames yeah. well, it checks out uh the creature was said to wear a, quote, cruel expression, despite the fact that it also supposedly flew 1,000 feet in the air, 500 Labradors. It, so that's a powerful grin if you could see him from that many Labradors away. That's quite quite some vision they got. Possible explanations. <laughs> All right. A cryptid. A hoax. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, I, uh, I'm in love with this, the first line of this trivia. This kind of biological absurdity is quite common in reports of winged men, even apart from the facts that a humanoid shape doesn't fit with aerodynamics very well, and that anything weighing close to an adult human's weight should have great difficulty getting off the ground. Uh, yeah. Well, actually... He has hollow bones. Frog science is here. Uh, the improved frog legs help in the flying. He's also I mean, got those sick decals. All right. The flames make him go faster. <laughs> you know, he puts his legs together and they form like a tail rudder kind of thing. And he gets real Yeah, he spreads those flying. fucking the frog toes out and like the, fl- the flying tree frogs in South America. Exactly. Yeah. He's got it. He could totally do it. We he got, cracked he got, another one. He got membranous wings. He got membranous toes. <laughs> That's true. All right, Alan. One and uh, 41. You know it. Ka five. Ka... Five. Who are you? You picked Demon Leaper. 
Is this the cousin of the demon leper? I was going to ask the same question. Yeah, probably. Let's find out. <laughs> I, that's that's a sound clip I need. <laughs> it's Varg. Let's find out. <laughs> I want the one where he ranks his favorite tabletop games. I think that's gone forever. Uh, that human monster. That trash. Uh, the Demon Leaper was a winged cryptid reportedly sighted repeatedly in Louisville, Kentucky. On the roof of the gothic Walnut Street Baptist Church, Kentucky author David Domine told Wave 3 News, quote, It's a bat-like creature with leathery wing, <laughs> leathery skin, wings, and claws, and talons. Okay, then. So it's like a gargoyle. It's a gargoyle. Well, okay, this one has different possibility. A cryptid. A demonic entity. You know, kind of like a uh, fallen angel. Mr. Worldwide! <laughs> uh, the Alverta creature. The Alverta creature. Yep. The Alverta creature is a strange humanoid cryptid that was reportedly encountered at 9 p.m. in Alverde, Puerto Rico in October 1973. I want you to look up a picture... <laughs> the the picture of this guy. I'm look. I'm doing it right now. On Ana Dominguez and Jose Alamar, <laughs> accompanied by their daughter and several others, were visiting an area near where their youngest son Jose Jr. had mysteriously disappeared three months before. That is a lot just to deal with as a family. <laughs> Wait, I can't find the creature. I forgot its name already. El Verde El creature. El Verde, like a green man. Oh no. Well, Jose was in a nearby ranch house. Anna and her daughter stayed in the car. Suddenly, from the left side of the car, they both heard what they thought was Jose's voice, saying loud and clear, Negra, open the car door. I'm back. <laughs> the voice repeated the same thing again, and suddenly, the girl pointed at something outside the car. Anna Dominguez then saw a terrifying-looking being standing outside the car, leaning on the windshield and looking in. I just want to say the uh, the one image of this thing. First of all, it has boobs. Yes. Second of all, it looks like a, like a child's doodle of Killer Queen. Yes. <laughs> it, like. <laughs> all right. As long as we're all in agreement, it's what you see right before you fucking bite the dust. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jump in my eyeball. <laughs> Nobody reveal a secret. The creature was described as a tall, thin, and huge. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that those next words. The creature was described as tall, thin, with a huge egg-shaped head, long, pointy ears, and two black or two huge black oval-shaped eyes. The being was leaning on the windshield and had placed a quote hand on it. The hand was long and skinny, with three long, thin fingers. Somehow resembling those of a chicken claw. No other <laughs> facial features could be seen since it was dark outside. <laughs> Can you repeat chicken claw? Chicken claw? There you go, and now you gotta put the X-Files. Okay, hold on. The hand was long and skinny with three long, thin fingers somehow resembling those of a chicken claw. <laughs> no other facial features could be seen. Since it was dark outside. Oh, I thought you were going to go with X-Files again. You're going to blame X-Files for the passage of time. <laughs> uh, possible explanations. It's a cryptid or an alien. I mean, or dead sun stand. Oh, that oh, checks out. Well, to this date, 
Both mother and daughter are convinced that the voice they heard had been that of Jose Alamar. I like how it just drops the junior, so I don't know which Jose they're talking about. <laughs> Clearly the father. Both of them. The dad was the monster. It was his stand. No. The stand's coming from inside the car. <laughs> the stand's coming from inside the dad. <laughs> and that is our grab bag for today. That's horrible. We got a broken rib, some dead, you know. Kid. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a list a couple, and I want you guys to pick one. It better be uplifting. Well, <laughs> I'm only going by their name, <laughs> so I don't be, know. So help me. So I don't know. Okay, first option, Boston Lemur. Second option, Guild Antelope. Third option. <laughs> okay. 1856 French pterodactyl. Oh, oh, we got numbers and names. There we go. That's my pick. And last option, Octosquatch. Oh, no. Uh, Oof. 1856. 1856. Okay, all right, all right. You know what? Alan needs to be uplifted. I'll pick the pterodactyl. All right. Nothing could possibly go wrong in 1856 in France. (laughs) Oh, my God. This art is beautiful. It's just a pterodactyl outside of, like, a mine shaft. <laughs> 1856 French pterodactyl. Uh, man, you know what I wish I could have access to? Just sound clips from my past. Oh, no. We all wish that. <laughs> because I really want one of Brian going, Pterodactyl spelled with a P? <laughs> uh, indeed. Uh, the, fr- 19, or the 1856 French pterodactyl was an entombed pterosaur which was reportedly awoken when miners constructing a tunnel split its rock. The story is... <laughs> the story is a humorous, tall tale and definite hoax. It retains an indelible appeal to Fordian researchers. No. I wish we lived in a world where this were real. I, I just, I wish that that were like, that was the news when I woke up. was like, dude, did you hear? Some French miners cracked open a rock and a pterodactyl came out. I mean, that's just Lord of the Rings. Those dwarves dug be, too deep and awoke the Balrog. That would be so great. Except for this so case, the Balrog is a day. big chicken that's out of time. Indeed. Honestly, probably delicious. The original report describes the pterosaur. Quote, this creature, which belongs to a class of animals. <laughs> oh, man, this is from the 1800s. Hitherto considered to be extinct. Has a very long neck and a mouth filled with sharp teeth. It stands on four long legs, which are united together by two membranes, doubtless intended to support the animal in the air, and are armed with four claws, terminated by long and crooked talons. Its general form resembles that of a bat, differing only in its size, which is that of a large goose! (laughs) Its membranous wings, when spread out, measure from... Tip to tip, 3 meters, 22 centimeters. Its color is livid black. Its skin is naked, thick, and oily. <laughs> so truly, blossoming membranous wings. Well, I mean, that's what all pterosaurs strive for. According to an illustrated London news report on 9 February 1856, a pterodactyl had supposedly emerged, weak but nonetheless alive, from out of a hollow boulder... <laughs> Jesus, uh, blasted apart during the then recent excavation of a new railway tunnel at Colmont in France. As soon as it took its first breath of air, however, it promptly expired. 
<laughs> wow. No. It's like if Rita Woke was like, after 10,000 years, I'm finally... <laughs> it, just, it just died. It's our oxygen-rich atmosphere. It doesn't have enough anymore to sustain her after 10,000 years. Or it can only live off that thing that kills canaries. <laughs> right? Mm, yeah. Gas? <laughs> yeah. It, was, it needs methane. In reality, of course... There is no such species as Pterodactylus anus, and there was no such specimen either. But none of this should come as any surprise to the linguistic-minded, for whom all of the clues for deciphering the true nature of this tall tale are readily available. After all, anus is Latin for duck, which in French, parentheses, bearing in mind that the pterodactyl was supposedly found in France, is canard. A word with a very different meaning in English, namely, namely indicating an unfounded, deceiving story with no truth in it. Wait a minute, you're telling me canard is spelled with a C? Yes, but isn't it also the thing on airplanes that support the plane so it could fly? Uh, yes. Okay. I think that's called hope and prayers, because that's what you need to get on one of those. Yep, and Australia I'm doesn't not, exist. I'm not going there either. Is that a good one to end on, Alan? I guess. I mean, no one died, so yeah. I mean, the pterodactyl promptly died. Yeah, I was trying to not remember. And the hopes and dreams of everyone who was like, man, that's cool that the pterodactyl was there. But just another classic French pun. I like how they needed to know, like, French to get that joke. In the English English and Latin. Yeah. You gotta know three languages to be able to say. Ah ha ha. Plugimentation. Uh you know, I actually am ready with the plug for once in my life. Hot damn. Uh I know. Uh uh well, you know, Garrett, you really like Tetris ninety nine. I do. Uh I've been playing a similar game that I had no idea existed until a couple of days ago. Uh called Mario thirty five. Oh yeah, that that's uh, also cool. Uh yes, I agree completely. <laughs> it's so it's a lot of fun. Um it's uh kinda easy, but super cool. And I actually wish that it had I like I, I hope that they do more with it and give us like Mario two and three and even Mario World would be cool. Shoot, I mean like Yoshi's Island thirty five. Complicated but definitely awesome. So that's my plug, Mario 35. It's free on Switch if you have the thing, if you have Switch Online. Oh, it is? Yeah. I didn't know that part. I'm going to go download that when we're done. It's a Switch, Switch Box Live, I think they call it, right? That's the... Um. Oh, I had something earlier. I had it and it's gone. I'll go in the meantime. Oh, uh, no, I got it. I remember. Oh, Ray. Um, just, you know, 32-ounce bottles of milk tea. <laughs> <laughs> Just malk tea. Uh, 85 Degrees aren't everywhere. They're a, a bakery. But I just found out that they sell 32-ounce bottles of coffee, milk tea, and Thai tea. So I'm dead. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the plug-in thing, I'm just going to post the picture I took of that 32-ounce bottle of milk tea. Oh, you've been holding that out on us? I got it today. No, but I, I didn't see the photo here. No, I am holding out on you, then. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll hold down my plug. Okay, let's find out your plug in the next episode, then. No, no, no. I'll I'll forget. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, then say your plug, and I'll just edit it out and then put it in the next episode. I don't want to hold out, because I want this guy to get all his sales. All right.
Unless no one's going to listen to this episode, then yes, hold it out. <laughs> Audience, let us know. Uh, oh, wow. That is a lot more locations than I thought. 85 degrees? Yeah. I like. I'm I just searched like 30. Los Angeles area. Okay. Um, I, I don't even have a number. They're just, there's so many. Alan, my what's your... I wanted to see the map. Oh, I want to see something. I want to see if they're, I'm going to see if they're not just in California. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time we've done like blatant regionalism localism yeah okay so uh give me a state that you wouldn't expect to have it france no like a state in the union not a state of the world no we're doing france and connecting it to the pterodactyl joke okay all right he wins uh no you know uh let's 85 canard (laughs) okay i'm gonna go utah okay that's that's pretty close to france Friends and listeners in Utah. No results for Utah. Get it? Because it's, it's 85 so canards. Well. No results for Chicago. Uh, Man, this might I just think... be a West Coast thing. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it, a less than that. Asia. Try New Mexico. But... Let's see how far east it goes. Yeah, I, they're only in California. Because Del Tacos end in like. No, New I'm going to go New York. Right? I'd expect maybe. Nope. Yeah, it's just a West Coast, maybe just California thing. New yeah, Mexico. I think, I think New it's Mexico. Just SoCal. So you find your nearest. No. New Mexico, we gotta know, Garrett. Alright, alright, alright. We're gonna brute force this. Every state. None of New Mexico. Arizona. Nevada. Oh, I already ch- I already checked Arizona. None in Arizona. Because if there's not Nevada. one if there's not one somewhere near like somewhere in Nevada, it's just yeah, it's just California. Washington. You know what? Washington might? Yes, there are some in Washington. Boom. Really? Yep. So there might be some in Oregon also. There are none in Oregon, so it's just Washington and California. You heard it here first, Creechies. So you go to your nearest independently owned, like, boba restaurant, and you just get the biggest thing of milk tea you can get. So do that anyway. Yeah. That's... Okay, Alan, what's your thing? Uh, you know, 85 canards, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, uh, no, it's gonna be, um... Uh, I finished reading it last week, so I will plug it. Saucer, Spooks, and Kooks, UFO Disinformation in the Age of Aquarius by Adam Gorightly. I think this book's the game changer in the entire field of post-contactee ufology. And yeah, it lays everything straight. Oh, it totally confirms what I'd always suspected, where the whole Dulce, Dulce myth comes out of Shaver. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's all... This book's going to make everyone really mad. Man, I love... The Dulce Wars. Yeah, so so and the guy I loved who, doing our Shaver episode. So this, yeah, if you got the time, Garrett, I recommend it. This takes the biggest twist you'd never expect because it doesn't make any sense for it not to happen. <laughs> All right, but yeah, basically, this guy Tal Lavosk, who who's like this everywhere but nowhere at the same time. Ultimately, spoiler alert: he's he he invented the guy who led the rebellion in the Dulce base. He invented leader costello yes <laughs> like like the character or the man like he both him in a tank both of them like he like he cloned him no he just that's what they want you to think. i mean no, of course just... costello isn't a real person no real person is that perfect <laughs> i know <laughs> i thought you were gonna say no real person is named costello well, that's I, true. like but i no, i actually i know i know somebody named costello is he a leader though uh i mean in some ways but he's not i mean okay here's, here's <laughs> the thing this actually kind of leads into what i was going to say because like i could see leader costello being played by paul blart 
And by Paul Blart, Can I of course mean Kevin James. Fucking get Paul Blart Mall Cop 3 The Dulce Wars. Oh my god. Yeah, he, he's Phil Schneider. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Kevin oh. James Kevin James is totally Peter Costello. And it's like a serious role, like it's not even a comedy. That's a serious thing that happened. The the cast of saying. the like the reptilian worker cast came to Costello and he's like <laughs> like you want to form a rebellion if no kill me right now where i stand if yes say nothing <laughs> oh man uh, no, but that that is interesting kevin james who else we got to cast i want to be linda moulton Howe. that'd be fun uh, I <laughs> that have... sound like a trip to the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> uh i want to have deep roy uh, play one of the spirits trapped in the like the 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 thing they had the um with the soul cages. Oh, the the nightmare they, room. They tra- the the place where they trap people who are astral projecting. <laughs> the thing where they they trap spirits. That's yeah. where that's we get Deep Roy is just one of those. Uh, can we just um as much as I absolutely hate it, can we um do what they did for the uh, the Tim Burton Willy Wonka? And make do what they did with the Oompa Loompas, but make a uh, Rob Schneider every gray we see instead instead of Deep Roy as all of the uh, as all of the Oompa Loompas. It's just all Rob Schneider. Yes, that as every gray. It's because they're like they're bad at recre- recreating humans, so they it's like they finally got one right, and they're just like, oh, you just everybody do this one. Yeah, yeah. First, it's the first shape you learn to shift because it's easy. <laughs> yep. Brian Cranston is Paul Benowitz. <laughs> Yeah, pretty good casting. Let's get it going, dude. Come on, movie. Yep. Come on, government. Fund this final disinfo. We can do it. We can make no one believe anything. Hey, check out our Patreon. You can vote on episodes that aren't this one for <laughs> as low as a dollar. You should send. You can send us an email, featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com. And our Twitter is at Fecre, F-E-A-C-R-E. Uh, remember, uh, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Ka guy, that was a funny sound. Ka monkton. <laughs>